Thank you for joining us as we elevate the Black entrepreneur experience by interviewing CEOs, thought leaders, innovative thinkers, and Black entrepreneurs across the globe. I'm your host, Dr. Frances Richards. Our next guests help high-achieving women build their confidence to conquer their fear of video to go live and tell their stories to the world. Welcome, Rosie Faulkner. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be here with you. I've given our audience such a brief bio. Why don't you fill in the gaps and share with our audience what you'd like them to know about you and your Sure. Again, my name is Rosie Faulkner, and I help women gain confidence and overcome their fear to go live. Um, I was once like my clients and community. I was so nervous to show up on video. Um, I recall my first time. It was pre-recorded, but it was just, oh, I was so nervous to walk in a room and just have a full crew with um, three camera people, a teleprompter and all of that. And it was just overwhelming. And so um, I just decided to add that arm of my company about a year and a half ago to help women. But um, I have a video production company and that's what we do. I've always loved to help women get exposure. And so my uh, company has just blossomed into, you know, just serving women and helping them uh, live their life and be passionate and let their voice be heard. And what is the name of your So it's Rosie Faulkner, actually, LLC. So talk about your story behind, you said you were like your clients and your community, but tell us one story when you were just like, did not want to show up on video and talk about overcoming that. So I will continue with the story that I first had. Most people, when they see me or hear me, they think I'm an extrovert, but I am not. Uh, when I first wanted to um, start my video journey, it was in fashion. I love fashion. So I did a show called Style Access for over seven years. And it just came out of nowhere. I was first a fashion blogger and I was showcasing my style because I found that women didn't know how to incorporate color into their wardrobe and I could do it. And so I wanted to help women out with that. So that led to the Style Access show. And I literally just said, you know, I want to start a TV show. And I went to my local public access station for um, um, kind of like see what they were all about. And I talked to people and one lady was just like, just give it a try. And so I thought of the name of the show. I did the next necessary classes that I needed to take, like a producing class. Um, and it was all for the races. I just was like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. And never thinking, you know, that the day is going to come after you do all the prep and you get the um, guests to come that I have to actually be in front of the camera. It just was overwhelming to me. I remember like it was yesterday, it was a Saturday. And, you know, I came in, and, like I said, it was a full crew. And I was just like, oh my God. So I had to excuse myself. I went to the bathroom. I kind of like coached myself up. I took deep breaths and just kept telling myself, you can do this. You can do this. And then I came back down the elevator and just went in there. But could you tell that I was nervous? 
heck yeah, you could tell. Because I like to always look back on that video and I could just tell that I was nervous, but it got better as I got, you know, got to talking to the guests. And the next thing you know, you get in your rhythm and then it's over. Um, but I really do attribute, you know, my success to keep going, keep practicing, keep doing it, and you can overcome. It's really just mindset issues, uh, but you can overcome that. And I help women do that. So we're in the we're in the um, world of everything is video. Everything is all about video. What are some tips or strategies to really show up your best self on video? So I would say be yourself. Um, a lot of people want to mimic other people, and I strongly suggest that you don't do that. Whatever your flavor is, um, and it takes time to get going, you know, to be your own self, because of course, for whatever reason, you have the camera on you and you panic. But, you know, take your time to, you know, let your true self shine because that is what is going to attract your community. And you actually want to repel the people that are not for you. And a lot of people don't want to hear that and they're like, no, I want everybody to like me. But that's not the way of the world. Do you like everybody? No. So everybody is not going to like you. So one, um, be yourself. Two, I would say um, practice, 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 practice. The more you do it, the better um, you will get better at doing it and showing up. Watching your replays is another tip that I would say to kind of, you know, see what you're doing well. A lot of people want to always go to the negative and say, okay, I don't like this. I want to change this, which is fine. But I want you to also zero in on the things that are going well for you and continue to do those things and just don't focus on the negative. And overcome any mindset challenges that you have. Um, a lot of my clients, they just, it just depends on what it is. You know, some people, you know, don't like the way they look. They want to, you know, lose weight. Some people don't like their voice. So I always encourage people to um, make a list. Make a list of things that you want to change about yourself. And then make a list of the things that you don't. And then, you know, work on the things that you can work on and then work to accept those things that you can. You may need therapy if it's that deep of an issue, but, you know, work on those things and then come back and be your best self and show up. Because like I always say, your voice needs to be heard because it matters to someone. Again, we want to thank um, the audience for joining in. If anyone has a question, feel free to let us know. So, Rosie, what was that aha moment that you knew that your business was going to be successful? I would say people kept telling me, I never knew this existed. I never knew this existed. And so I would say, kept keep hearing that. And also my first client, my first client that I had that I, you know, successfully um, had her overcome her fears and going live. I was just like, oh my God. And it was a transformational moment for her and also for me because it built my confidence as well. And knowing that it just didn't help her, um, her confidence on video, it helped her in her everyday life. She shared with me, you know, that 
her kids, like she would never speak up on forums that she would be on. But she was like, after having her session with me, after she finished the program, she was speaking up on different forums for her kids. And she would just sit there and not speak up before. And so I'm like, I am really changing people's lives here, not just showing up on video, but it also spills over to their um, everyday life. And that just blows me away. And they let me know that I was on the right path. And this is what I'm here to do. So you talked about your ideal client are um, women. So are you coaching in a specific region or you um, have clients and can take clients all over the all over the world it doesn't matter um as long as you have a link that i can we can connect to uh i can you know you can you have internet connection you have me so all are welcome so fill in the blank thank you pandemic because it opened up the doors uh before i started i actually started this arm in the pandemic uh but before then i spoke about my show style access and we were on site and we had to do a pivot because we used to again be on site and we would have our guests and of course the pandemic came and all of that changed so I gave it a couple of months, a couple of months I didn't do the show, but then I was just like, you know what? I don't know when this is going to end. So we had to transition. So I talked to my producers. I said, this is what we're going to do. We set up Zoom and we just started that way. And it just opened up the door. So again, thank you, pandemic, because it opened up the doors because I was only serving local people in the DC area. But once the pandemic happened, we could reach guests across the world. And that just made the difference. It just opened up so many doors. And now we're able to attract so many guests, so many more viewers. So, yes, thank you, pandemic, for opening up doors. <laughs> what is something that we don't know about your industry that we should know as um, consumers? Uh, I would say what I said before, like, um, a lot of people don't feel like their voice needs to be heard. And for whatever reason, they think that their voice doesn't matter. And I always say, you know, it's somebody out there, no matter what genre you're in, whatever topic, or even if you want to vent or rant. It's somebody out there that will agree to will agree with you and could be a part of your community. So I I don't think people um know about going live can just change your life and open you up to so many different people. Um and you can help those people in any way you um have a skill set to serve them. What problem exists in the world today, Rosie, that you would like to? Um... I think it's what my business is for. It's um, challenging women, um, letting them know that their voice needs to be heard no matter what. Um, you may not think that you're educated enough uh, to speak to people. You may not think that you are pretty enough. My target audience is women over 40. So a lot of times I hear that, you know, I'm I'm not in my 20s no more. You know, I have crow's feet. I, I'm overweight. All of these things. And I'm just like, well, 
I'm a religious person, so I'm like, God has allowed you to live this long. You have um, a message. You have expertise that you need to share with the world. You should not, you know, allow your appearance or the your the fact that you feel that you're not educated enough to stop you from whatever you're passionate about. What is your zone of genius, Rose? It would be to um, help women go live on video. I don't get into all the technical. We go through a little bit of tech um, just to prepare you. But, you know, if you want more advanced um, of, um, you know, what apps to use or um, the equipment that I encourage you to do is very basic. I just want you to get started. So my zone of genius is to help women overcome their fear and change their mindset in regards to showing up on video. You talked about um, one of the the um, actual clues or suggestions or tips you were giving is about being yourself, being authentically yourself. And what is your flavor? What is your flavor, Rosie? What is um, your authentic self? My authentic self is I'm a cursor. So I will curse every now and then. At first, when I first started, I wouldn't do it. And it wasn't myself. Um, I don't curse all the time, every word, because you see, I, I could do it with, you know, being on here. I haven't said it, any curse words yet. But, you know, I just feel like that I wasn't being my authentic self when I did not allow myself to do that. So it's just whatever it is. You know, my authentic self is being free to help, you know, um, be encouraging for people to um, allow them to live out their dreams uh, via video. So my authentic self is kind of like introvert, but I coach myself up to be an extrovert for when I have to network or if I'm appearing on video because I know it has to be done. And um, yeah, spiritual um, cursor. I think that about sums it up. <laughs> There are so many brands and businesses. Talk about a brand or a business that's dominating that you admire and hmm. So I guess I would say probably I don't know Nike. My son they have been around forever and it's just like they keep reinventing new things to take your money. Uh, I literally just purchased some um, pants for my son. And I was just like, wow, Nike has been going strong for so many years. And it's funny how I just started looking at them and saying, why? Why is that so? So I started dissecting it and trying to figure out how I can use some of their marketing techniques, different things like that. So I would say that because they have been around forever and just been a dominant player in the game for years. Talk about capital, raising money to start your business. How did you raise the capital to start? 
uh, my nine to five. So I didn't outsource anything to or gain capital to um, start my business. It's basically um, using the funds from my nine to five to do everything I needed to do for my business, to um, hire producers, um, assistants, all of that that's needed. It was my salary that started my business. Advice you wish you had followed? Oh, advice that I wish I would have followed. Um, so I guess it will be, and this is this is a good one I wish I would have adhered to earlier. Not thinking you can do everything yourself. For me, when I first started, um, I just thought I didn't need people. I thought I could do it all, you know, myself. But after years of years of not moving where I wanted to be, I realized that I needed a community. So I joined and I got help. I got a mentor. Um, I got accountability partners. And that has helped me tremendously get back on track and get to where I want to go. So I hope nobody else makes the mistake of trying to do everything by yourself. You need to find someone that is where you want to be. And um, if you have to pay them, pay them for the mentorship. It will help you and you will get to where you need to be faster. Let's take a snapshot over the last 30 days. What was your biggest win? Uh, I would say getting additional clients. Because that could be a struggle sometimes. You know, sometimes you have a, a, a whole bunch and then sometimes, you know, it could be a little slow. So just trying to always get, you know, exposure. Um, of course, um, that's why I'm, I'm here talking um, on this platform because I have a platform as well. But, you know, just getting exposure um, and letting people know that you're, you're out there and that you have a a service that could help them. So the snapshot would be just to, um, yeah, get gaining uh, the new clients that I did. What drives you every day to continue doing what you're That would be my why. I think without knowing my why, I think I would struggle. Not to say struggle more. Um, because there's always days when you don't want to do it. Uh, you don't want to um, go live sometimes. Um, but knowing that I have a community that has invested their time and they want to um, utilize my skills, that makes me want to go ahead and, and say, you know what? You said you was going to go live every Tuesday at 730. Then you need to get up and do it. You said you were going to serve these women, um, you know, go do it. Of course, you, you know, um, have your day-to-day -day things that may get in the way of, you know, your commitment. But my why always brings me back and say, you have to serve your people. So I think if I didn't know my why, it will be a, a more of a struggle. But because I know my why and I'm so passionate about this, um, it gets me through. 
talk about risk. What is your most, what is the worst moment in business and what was your takeaway? My worst moment in business. Uh, I guess that would be um, when I didn't have clients. It's something to create something and then you have it tested it out to see if what you created will help someone. So my takeaway um, was to, you know, keep going, keep going. You know, you have created something bomb that you know will help your community of women, your target audience. So don't let not having uh, clients in the beginning stop you. Keep going, keep going. You will get your clients. Um, run ads if you have to, do whatever you need to do, talk to people, send an email out to your friends and family telling them that this is the service that you offer. Do they know of anybody? Um, so that's what I would say. Just knowing that I had created something and I wasn't able to see it um, from Ruta to the Tuta um, with a client. I want you to have a monologue. I want you to name this person living or not. And this person has inspired you so much. What are you saying to that person? And who is that person? Um, that person would probably be my son. He has inspired inspired me and I'm, you know, doing this to show him that, you know, when you have an idea, when God has put an idea um, in your heart, you have to do whatever you can to turn that around. Um, for me, it was not wanting to work with, um, you know, work a nine to five uh, for the rest of my life because during the pandemic, I didn't want to, you know, go into the office. And here was someone telling me that I had to um, before the world got shut down. And so I just vowed there that I'm just going to do whatever I need to do to make this business a success because I just can't allow someone to be in control of my life. So I say all that to say that, you know, my son has been there from the beginning, even um, when I named my company um, as far as like style, um, access or my previous name was Style True. He was there uh, when I did all of that. And I just, he inspires me to be my best. He inspires me to leave him a legacy. And I want to be the blueprint because he is 20 years old. He's currently a college student. I want him to know that you can do whatever you put your mind to. So he inspires me to go after my dreams and to show him that Anything that you want is actually possible if you put in the work. Speaking of legacy, when it's all said and done, how do you want to be real? As a person that brought opportunities to others, when I first started, I didn't have um, a platform. So, of course, I did style access to create a platform for individuals that were was in the fashion industry and someone that cares um, and someone that has chosen to help women get their voices heard. So that's how I want to be remembered. 
Again, we want to thank the audience for joining us on Black Entrepreneur Experience Podcast Live. And if you have a question, let us know and we will definitely answer your question. Rosie, what have you not done in life that you dream about often that you would like? Just travel more. I love to travel. And so um, I had mentioned before, like when I'm able to not have a nine to five, I just want to travel and, you know, not have, stay in a place for a month or two months. It doesn't really matter um, how long I stay because I, as long as they have the internet, I can have my business and, and be able to communicate with people. But I would just say, just go down my list of places that I want to go and just knock them off one by one and enjoy my life because tomorrow is not promised. Talk to a younger you. What advice would you give to a younger you? That you got this, that you have this, you have the skill. And if you don't, you will acquire it. Never stop. Keep going after your dreams. You will get everything that you want in this lifetime. If you lost everything and you had to rebuild in 30 days, what would you do? to financially rebuild? Uh, Two things. I still have my skill set of my nine to five. So I would quickly go back and get a job um, doing that. And I would continue doing helping women. Those are multiple streams of income that um, I can always tap into because I have the skill set for both of them. So I would quickly rebuild with the nine to five, but then shut that down and continue on with helping women get their voices heard by way of video. Rosie, talk about managing a business and working a nine to five. It's a lot. It's a lot, um, but you can do it. If I'm doing it, you can. Um, it's early mornings to get stuff done before you start your nine to five. And oftentimes it's once you clock out of your nine to five, you still have to get things done. Where there's a will, there's a way. Um, you know, people do it. I'm fortunate enough to be an empty nester, but people also do it that have, you know, small kids at home, you know. So I'm just thankful that, you know, I'm able to have a nine to five right now to pay my bills, but um, definitely want to live off of um, this. But it's doable. Like I said, you have to be able to navigate um, and get to where you want to be. You can't be stuck. If you have a dream, you have to figure it out. And it's, it's doable. It's definitely doable. I'm doing them both now and able to have a business that is thriving and, you know, have a team of people that support me to live out that dream. The audience is listening and they're saying, W-I-F-M, what's in it for me? 
why should I contact Rosie to be my video coach? What's in it for you? Um, first off, I'm going to say I'm not for everybody. If you are not um, ready to move forward with appearing on video, then I'm not for you. If you have pre-existing issues that are preventing you from taking that leap, I'm not for you. So what's in it for you if you are ready to pull that trigger and you need help to overcome mindset issues, I am your girl if you are ready to do that. If not, I would tell you to take advantage of um, some free offerings that I have, which is um, the bandwidth that I do monthly, twice a month. Um, we bring on resources that help you uh, navigate your um, your journey to be on video. And um, I do a segment called Shooting the Shits with Rosie every Tuesday at 7.30. I would say, you know, continue to listen to that. If you have any questions about your going live, I'm there every week to assist you or join my email community where I do a weekly video that encourage you, um, your go live journey based off of what we talked about on Shooting the Shits with Rosie. Deal with that until you're ready to um, take that leap. Because again, if you're trying to build or launch a business, or if you have something, a topic that you're passionate about, video is something that you definitely need to build or launch or scale your business. It's no longer a recommendation. It's a requirement. As you see, Instagram is putting more in emphasis on reels and videos. It used to be a picture platform. Everybody is putting the emphasis on video. You will, your business will be left behind if you don't incorporate some type of business in your marketing plan. So that's what's in it for you. What is the best advice you were ever given? To never give up, to never give up. It may be simple, but so many people um, give up on their dreams. They do for whatever reason, but you have to stick with it. And I've seen so many examples of people that, you know, wanted to quit, but they didn't. And because they didn't quit, they kept going. Those doors finally opened for them and they were able to move through them and live out their dreams. So. Like I said, it's simple, but it's never to quit. And I never plan to. You talked about being an uh, empty nester. The word is listening. What is that resounding sound or message that your generation is saying that we should be listening to? Live your life. Um <laughs> I'm an empty nester. I do miss my son, but I I have my whole life ahead of me. And so I'm taking advantage of it. If I want to go do something, I go ahead and do it. Um, I don't have to worry about making meals or anything. It's just all about me right now. So right now it's about putting my business first and getting where I need to be. What do you need right now that you don't have to move the needle forward?
Um, I just think you can never have enough exposure. I think exposure is something that you will always have to continuously um, choose to um, go and and get um, for as long as you have a business because you always want to attract new clients, new community members. So it's always thinking, how can I get in front of a, you know, a different audience? How can I get my name out there? Um, how can I help more people? So I would always say exposure. So Rosie, tell us what's next for your brand or business? What's next for us is just to keep moving the needle forward, to keep getting clients, to keep helping women use their voice. I just love the testimonials that I get. Um, it just keeps me going. Um, so it's just to help as many women as possible use their voice and, and you know get their message out to the world. Because like I said before, it matters to someone. I don't care what it is that you want to talk about. You know, it matters. Someone cares. Someone wants to learn from you. Someone wants to hear what you have to, have to say. So just continue to help women. We want to um, thank our audience again for listening in. And if they have a question for Rosie, feel free to let us know. What is the best decision you've made as a leader? To hire more people. I was a woman of <laughs> one uh, for so long. And, um, you know, just trying to do everything myself. And I wasn't able to concentrate on growing the business because I was wearing all the hats. Um, and again, having that mentor and having a community of people that you can bounce um, your, your various situations off of and everyone saying you can't do it yourself. So, you know, acknowledging the fact that you can't is hard because you feel like, you know, your company or your business is your baby, but you have to have help if you want to scale. And in this environment now with the great resignation, and I want you to talk specifically to entrepreneurs about vetting people. When you talk about hiring in this particular environment, what advice would you give them? I would say know what you want. And sometimes you don't know if this is your first time hiring people, you will learn. Um, like for me, when I first hired my first person, um, I, I really, I knew what I wanted of the position. So I was able to create a job description. But as that person started, I was able to, you know, say, oh no, I need this skill set more. Or I need this, I need that. And I wouldn't have known that until I had a person in the position um, doing it. And I was just like, okay, you know, next time I'll do this. Or next time I want them to, you know, um, have, again, this skill set. Um, so it's just pulling the trigger with anything. You learn as you go. You put um, different things into practice. Uh, you grow and you learn, you know, as you go. You just have to get started. And you learn so much from doing. You talk a great deal about mentoring or finding a coach. 
how do you vet someone um, if you're looking for someone to help you scale and elevate? What advice would Look for someone that is where you want to be. So when I was looking for a coach, um, I looked at, you know, someone that was light years ahead of me and definitely where I wanted to be. And so I, you know, did the free stuff first to see. And then I did smaller things, um, things that she had available. And then I was just like, you know what? I really like her. If she delivered on this free stuff, and I got so much value out of a small um, um, program she had. I can imagine what I would get if I invest in her um, larger program. So I would just say always start off with freebies, um, what they have to offer for free, and then see if you like that. See if you get results from that. And then move on to see um, what else they can offer. And then, you know, that would be your person. Talk about motherhood and managing a business. It can be done. Um, again, do not let anything stop you. If you are a mom, you still can, you know, handle your business. You still can start a business. You still can have a thriving business. You still can scale your business. Um, you just have to be able to navigate those waters. And if you are financially stable, hire people to help you, you know, um, hire someone to possibly give you a couple of hours uh, a day to uh, do the high priority items on your list. Um, you know, hire somebody to possibly clean your house so you'll have an extra, you know, three hours to do whatever you need to do. Hire somebody to um wash your clothes or take care of the kid or whatever it may be um just hire out if you're able to do it or do what i suggested in the beginning you know wake up early um use if they're small kids when they take a nap have them on a schedule to nap at a certain time so you could take that time to get what you need to get done again where there's a will there's a way and, you know, like I said previously as well, they are watching you. Your children are watching you. Um, when my son, I tell him about a win that I had and he tells me he's proud of me, it just lights me up because I know he's watching and he believes in me. So um, just like I said before, where there's a will, there's a way. Um, kids don't stop you. They can, you know, you just have to figure out a way to navigate those waters. We've heard the saying that data is king. How do you collect and use? I'm always in my analytics. That's where you learn so much about, you know, your business. Um, for example, if it's um, my email community, how many people are opening up the emails? You know, are they clicking on the links? So if they're opening it up and they're not clicking on the links, is it my message that's not resonating? It just makes you think of different ways. You always have to figure out why something is not, you know, getting the results that you want it to be. So I just think it's key that you always like look at your analytics, even on social media. Um, what time of day 
um, does your audience usually engage with you? You could just learn so much more, so much. Um, and I know at first I was not into my analytics. I'm like, oh my God, this is another thing I have to do. But that is one of the priority things that you need to pay attention to because it will help you um, know the direction you need to move or just to try something else to see if that improves your numbers. What does self-care look like to you, Rosie? It's funny that you say that because um, I thought it was so important to have self-care that I dedicated the every fourth Thursday of our show called The Bandwidth to self-care. If you don't take care of yourself, you won't have a thriving business. You won't be able to build or scale your business. I just think it's it's mandatory for you to take time to, you know, do whatever it is that you're, you want to do. Um, for me, I used to, you know, get mad at myself because I'm so driven when I wanted to take a nap. You know, I used to say, you don't have time for a nap. You got so much stuff to do. But after listening to some of the guests talk about self-care and, you know, it just clicked. So now it may be something simple as a nap, but my body needs it. So I don't beat myself up for a nap. Also, I love to travel. So I make time for that. I make time for massages. I make time to connect with friends. I make time to get out and just walk. And those things I used to beat myself up for. And now I just incorporate that into my schedule because I need that. I'm no longer going to, you know, keep going and going and going and not taking care of myself. What is your weakness as an entrepreneur? Uh, I would say, again, trying to do everything myself. That was just something that was really killing me and my business. It wasn't allowing me to move forward like I wanted to. And so once I figured that out, I was just like, oh, you you just can't do this no longer. You, you really cannot do it. Um, and then I changed it. How do you do the difficult things in your business? I usually schedule the difficult things um, first thing in the morning. My brain is fresh. I feel like I conquered the world um, in the morning. So I usually put those items first. Every day, I kind of like prioritize my to-do list and the difficult things um, I do first. And it works out for me. It has been working out for me for a very long time. Who are your top two influencers in your life? And what lessons do they teach? Hmm. Top two influencers. Ah. Uh, I would say my first one would be my mom. Uh, she has always instilled in me that you can do whatever you want if you put your mind to it. So um, I would say her. 
Um, and what was your follow-up question you said, and why? And why? Yeah, because again, yeah, so I answered that. So she has instilled in me that, you know, um, I can do whatever I put my mind to. And the second person, I guess, influencer, um, I don't know why Oprah is coming to mind. Like, I do love the fact that, you know, she has tremendous success and it's across, you know, um, she has that diversity. So I would just say that and um, just how, you know, the longevity she has had. So I would say those two. What is the biggest obstacle you have overcome? Hmm. Not letting anything stop me, you know, um, just keep moving forward. I've I've always been kind of that type of person for um you know whatever I want I just keep put my head down and I just you know go for it I may have to navigate and it may be some twists and turns but and I may not get there when I want to get there but I always seem to um do whatever I set my mind out to do <laughs> Rosie, if you conducted this interview, what is the one question you would have asked yourself? I want you to ask the question and answer. Hmm. Uh, one question I would ask myself. What's your favorite color? <laughs> I don't know. I would just say, and I don't have one. <laughs> or why don't you like flowers? Everybody says, you know, what kind of woman are you that you don't like flowers? I just, they die and I just don't like them. <laughs> They're a waste of time <laughs> and energy. We've come to the part of our interview and it's called Rapid Round of Fun. I'm going to ask you a series of questions and I'd like you to give me very quick answers. If there's something you desire not to answer, feel free to say pass. Are you ready for the Rapid Round of Fun? Let's do it. Your first job. Uh... Uh, um, at a government agency. The last movie you saw? Movie. Oh, wow. Movie. <laughs> I don't even know. I mean, I look at Netflix when I, I really don't watch TV, but I watch Netflix now. So the last movie? Hmm. Pass. I can't even think of that. <laughs> Your favorite singer or rapper? Favorite singer, hands down, is Anthony Hamilton. Your favorite dance song? Uh, favorite dance song? Usher, I don't know. You don't have to call. It always makes me dance for whatever reason. <laughs> 
What food you eat every week, no matter what? A protein and a veggie. Work out or hit the couch? Work out. I love dessert too much to sit still. Your favorite holiday? My birthday. It should be a holiday. And your ideal car? You said car, C-A-R? Mm-hmm. Your ideal car. Um, I'm a Mercedes-Benz type of girl. Rosie Faulkner, thank you so much for joining us on Black Entrepreneur Experience Podcast Live. Before we let you go, share with our audience the best way for them to connect with you and to do business with you. And feel free to leave all your social media handles. Thank you so much for having me. This has been so, so good. Um, and I have enjoyed my, enjoyed my time with you. So if you want to connect with me, please visit me on my website, which is rosiefaulkner.com. You can join my email list. The first pop-up on the homepage, just put in your name and your email address. And voila, you will be a part of the community. Also, um, the next place that I reside the most would be on YouTube, and that will be Rosie Faulkner. That's the name of my channel. So all the things that I have discussed here, as far as um, every week I go live with Shooting the Shits with Rosie at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, please join me on that. I love to engage with you. The Bandwidth is another show that I would encourage you to watch, and that... Um, airs the first Thursday of the month and the fourth Thursday of the month. Feel free to follow me on my social, which is um, Instagram, which is Faulkner underscore Rosie, and also on Facebook at Rosie Faulkner. If you would like to work with me, I have a program called I'm Doing This, I'm Going Live. I would like for you to um, join me. Hopefully, if you have show notes, um, it, the link will be in the show notes. But um, definitely click that link and schedule a 15-minute free discovery call with me to see if you are a fit. I'm doing this. I'm going live. It's a four-week um, long program, and I help you overcome mindset challenges that you may have, which is basically the bulk of our time together. I hope help you overcome that. I help you navigate the various social media websites. I tell you about the tools that you need to go live. And after that, if you do the work, you will become courageous enough to hit that go live button. So thank you again. I look forward to connecting with you. And um, yeah, thank, thanks again for having me. Thank you, Rosie. That's a wrap. And thank you, audience, for listening. We so appreciate you.